Welcome to episode two of the second season of the Mind Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Shelton, and today we will be looking at the iconic brand from London, England, known as Rimmel. Rimmel is a cosmetics leader, and their story starts in 1834. So sit back, listen, relax, and enjoy this story. Rimmel. We've all heard the name and we've probably seen the commercials. We've seen the products in our favorite stores around the globe, but do we know how Rimmel came to be such a dynamic and impactful cosmetic brand? Starting as a perfumery, it dates all the way back to 1820, when Hyacinth Mars Rimmel and his 14-year-old son opened up a small shop in London. Within 14 years managing that shop, they actually decided to go and create their own cosmetic brand, the House of Rimmel. As the business grew, so did 14-year-old Eugene's hunger to create new boundaries within the world of cosmetics and hygiene. By 24, Eugene's range of talents had expanded as he was a skilled perfumer, cosmetics genius, and a marketing pioneer before we even knew what marketing truly meant. He traveled the world in search of new scents, colors, and ingredients to experiment with. This led to Rimmel being considered somewhat of a pioneer in the realm of personal hygiene products, as they were the first to create mouth rinses, scented pomades, and their famous toilet vinegar. That's what perfume used to be called. Rimmel's products became hugely popular, seemingly overnight. They used their products imaginatively. Scented sachet leather, put inserts into concert programs, and leveraged holidays and events such as Valentine's. And members of the high society at the time took note. Many of them flocked to the flagship perfumery on Regent Street to purchase decadently packaged perfumes, soaps, and bath essences. Rimmel was officially all the rage. Of course, Rimmel most notably is known for creating the first non-toxic mascara. Mascaras up until this point were predominantly made of mercury. So this was a major shift for the entire industry. And though marketing during those years meant standing at a fair and hoping for the best, Eugene Rimmel sensed the potential and started to begin to advertise his product to the wider public. He set out creating stunning and innovative mail order catalogs, something that wasn't being done at the time. He also contacted local theaters, making sure his product would get in front of London's elite. When Rimmel died in 1887, 54 years after starting the Rimmel House on Regent Street in London, his two sons took over the company and continued to push their father's dream of bringing beauty products to the greater world. They did this by creating a range of eye-enhancing products, specifically their cutting-edge mascaras. These mascaras became so popular that the word for mascara in many countries is actually Rimmel. After World War II, a London advertising agency capitalized on the optimism that was in the air and sweeping the nation and actually purchased Rimmel. They leveraged the popularity of Hollywood actresses and spokespeople, making them beauty icons, with the majority using Rimmel's product. See, Rimmel's new owners had anticipated a cosmetics boom after the war, so they expanded their color range to go along with the product. Rimmel became the first cosmetics brand to utilize modern packaging, 
and they had a self-selection dispenser. Now today, Rimmel is currently the UK's best-selling brand in cosmetics and is being sold in over 40 countries around the globe. So the next time you walk by a store and see a Rimmel product, know that it comes from Eugene Rimmel and the Rimmel House on Regent Street in London started in 1834. Thank you for listening, guys. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please do us the massive favor of hitting like, subscribe, and share, or any of those. That helps us out big time. And be on the lookout for our next episode, episode three, which will be coming out next week. Until then, take care.